0: All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old show. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice Notes lad. Voice Notes lad. It's Liam. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Voice Notes podcast brought to you by me, Liam South. How's it going? Everybody happy Wednesday. Um, this will be... You'll be listening to this. Um, what a weekend! What a platinum! What a platy dubes, as everyone's calling it. Um, it was just like I don't know about you, but I just enjoy the extra couple of days <clears throat> of a bank holiday. I hope everyone had a great bank holiday, by the way. Um, I, for one, did not watch any of the coverage of the Jubilee, which uh, made it made it that little bit better. So um, I'm not anti. I'm not going to go on an anti-royal uh, tirade. Um, or whatever, but whatever. I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed the four days. I enjoyed the ex- no. The, I enjoyed the extra two days. So yeah, but I hope everybody had a, had a really good time. I hope everyone had a, enjoyed themselves. Seems like everyone was either at Nebworth, <clears throat> another festival. Like is it, was it love box And there was Mighty Hoopla as well. I went to Mighty Hoopla on a whim, and it was fucking brilliant. It was such a fun. I went to the. I went on the Saturday. I was about to say Sunday, because Saturday felt like Sunday. Um, yeah, it was fucking phenomenal. It was a great time. I uh, saw Macy Gray, like the back end of Kate Nash. Didn't really see Kate Nash, to be fair. Um, Macy Gray, some other people, just like a lot of discos going on. And who else the fuck did we see? Uh, Bogger. And it, I was, uh, there was the big one, obviously Sugar Babes, which I'll get into in a second. Um, but it was amazing someone before the Sugar Babies, which I cannot, I don't know them, but she was electric. She was fantastic. Um, but I didn't realize how gay the festival was. Like it was literally just like a kind of LGBTQ fest, pretty much. Um, I feel like I was one of the only st- straight men there. But that that was such a fun time, though. It was great. It's um, uh, I was I was I was hit on a lot. Not I'm not pumping my entire here but I was I was you know people tried to fuck me. Um, joking um, well they probably did uh, anyway but it was a great time everyone was so friendly everyone was in a great mood um, yeah just yeah, it was such a it was such a fun time I'd definitely go again I'd definitely recommend it to anyone and I, I had no idea about it I didn't I didn't know a single thing I didn't know what his name I didn't know the name of the festival I didn't know I don't even know how long it's been going on but everyone seems to know about it but it was a great great time the weather held out as well which was fucking phenomenal because it was supposed to rain all day. I think it just spat a little bit. But it was just a perfect day. There was like a bit of a breeze. And it was really sunny. So a perfect, perfect Saturday. But I'll go through the um, uh, I'll go through that in a bit. Started off weekend. Um, finished on the Wednesday. Went out with my work colleagues on the Wednesday night. Which was... end up as the classic. Like, I'll oh, just go out for a couple of drinks. Ended up being a really, really long night. Got back really late. God, such a boozy legend on it. And... We went to this uh, like karaoke bar and they're quite trendy now. I think it's called like Lucky Voice, but I went to one thing that's sort of similar to it in Budapest for a mate snag do and it was like you get your own booths. But I think of karaoke bars as like open places. If anyone went to, if anyone remembers uh, stash uni karaoke night on a Tuesday, then it was just like open. Bar. You've got the whole stage. You've got the whole bar to sing to, um, uh, which I suppose for extroverts and narcissists like myself, it's you know a dream because you sort of you've got the you've got the massive stage. But if you've got like a little booth, then it's just you and your mates. So it's just like you because it, it was only me and three other people. So, but that was still a great laugh. It was still a fantastic. It was it's still brilliant. We played shuffleboard as well. The shuffleboard was before karaoke. It was old school shuffleboard as well, like the proper boards not the one on the floor with the sticks but no fantastic it was all literally in the same like street so that's quite good didn't really travel that far but got back hella late it was a bloody long day but it was a good good way to start off the weekend and i didn't feel the whole weekend even though i drank it was quite boozy um which is which will come to no surprise because i think everyone's weekend was pretty boozy for the bank holiday for the platy jubes mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, the worst abbreviation to ever to come out of anything. Um, but fucking, yeah, it was all pretty boozy. Obviously, whether you're doing like street parties or whether you're just going to festivals or something like that, um, it was pretty fucking wild. So, oh, when I say wild, it wasn't that wild. But I went to, well, on the first. Yeah, the Thursday. Because I've got on I've got my days mixed up. One of the Thursday after the wild night. The wild night. The big night out on Wednesday, which felt weird. And then the Thursday, I didn't feel that. That's where I was going to. Jesus Christ, get a bit of structure. I was. Um, I didn't feel that hungover. It was actually quite nice. To be fair, I got up, um, sort of sort myself out, and then I went to because me and my girlfriend we were going to go to a museum. Uh, we we're just going to try and find like somewhere free to go didn't realise that um, Central London it was going to be because it was going to be rammed anyway. But I thought the whole the Jubilee celebrations was on the Saturday, I thought it was going to be on the Friday or the Saturday night. Um, but it was obviously on the Thursday, and we thought because it was such a nice day on Thursday, we're like, oh, it's too nice for day to be like, stuck inside of a museum and whatnot. We just, whatever, we'll go to South Bank, we'll just go walk along South Bank, have a pint by the river, and it'll be nice because every time. Recently, when I've gone to South Bank, it's not been too bad. It's obviously busy all the time, but it's not been, like, heaving. Went there, and it was probably the worst decision I've ever made in my life because it was fucking heaving. If anyone knows me, I hate being around, like, crowds of people where, not because I'm claustrophobic, but because there's just so many just fucking mouth breathers everywhere, just kind of doddling doddling along. I know what you're probably thinking, like, Liam, get over yourself a little bit. It's just people going at their own pace. You know, they're just trying to enjoy the bank holiday. No, fuck them. They need to fucking get out of the way. People in large cities need to just keep moving because there's just fucking so many people all the time. It's like people on the tube. I think I spoke about this last week. If you piss about on the tube, then fuck off. You need to be on it. You need to be walking through. You need to be going through it. You can't be sort of all that stuff but anyway had a pint by the river um, ended up going to the Tate Modern which I hadn't been to in years kind of, we kind of went in there to kind of get away from the crowds even though it was busy in there uh, there was a lot of obviously everyone's out isn't there Everyone's no one's at work uh, so we're because there's the Tate Modern there's the back entrance where back in the day there's there was that massive exhibition room isn't there and obviously just lead up to the stairs and there's gift shops um, etc. So there's that massive exhibition room where they have a different thing every time and have seen like on social media. But I went I went there when I was a kid with my dad. I think this was probably the last time I went in the Tate Modern, because obviously I've been on South Bank and i just you've walked past it, don't you, because it's just there. But I was yeah, I was I was must have been about eleven when I was last in there, and there was like the big projector of the sun, and so you can sort of lay on the floor, and there's like a big thing of the sun on the wall on the front wall and there's like the mirror on the ceiling so you can see the reflection of everyone just sort of lying down sort of sunbathing inside almost and you're sort of you're trying to catch yourself so that was quite cool but in this exhibition it was a bit weird um and i've never like i said i've not been to the tate in years so it's probably a bit weird when i was a kid it definitely was um because a lot of you know abstract art obviously it's all subjective um but uh, we went there, and it was like, what's was the huge space, and there's a massive like black tarp, like a tarpaulin on the floor, but it was a lot smoother than a tarpaulin, it was like a black surface over the flooring, and there was these two people dressed as Chinese monks, they probably were Chinese monks, and they were sweeping sand in like a pattern, and we're like, oh, I don't really know what's going on, because obviously we won't be able to see the full pattern on ground level, because there's... There's balconies, isn't there? So we we're like, okay, we'll catch the balcony a bit, and we'll try and find it. Just as I thought, these cunts weren't fucking doing anything. It was just a mess. It was just a sandy pile. It was ridiculous. And there there's one guy walking up and down, one white guy just walking up and down, going mm, with a brush. Wasn't well, even sweeping. He's walking up and down, going. Mm. So fuck me. Um, but it was, yeah, it's just a big pile of sand, just all meshed up, really. So it wasn't really a. I was right basically, yeah, I was fucking right, um, so walk through the different exhibitions, there was like Australian art, 1992, there was the classic old, like, there's some cool stuff in there, there's some really cool stuff, but there's some like questionable things, there was like a kind of battered old, like, you know the cushion, you know when the, your mum brings out the cushions for the garden furniture, there was like a massive one of those hung up, which was just, I, I didn't get it's the funniest thing the funniest thing about those museums those sort of museums and just museums in general is when you see art like that um, not all probably at all museums but um, museums particularly like the Tate when there's not everything is like a priceless work of art so you can go around the Louvre not that I've ever been in the fucking Louvre but you can go around there and I'm guessing it's just sort of all you know really lovely pictures of art and all that stuff How basic am I? Really lovely pictures of art, (laughs) but you you go in there and it's just it's fairly not it's not that subjective is it? It's just priceless works of art anyway. Um. So, but the the best thing about the place like the Tate is you hear these people talking about what this like piece. There was a there was a piece of art there which was like a massive. It was like a circled off area, and there was like bits and bobs. There was like metal spikes in the on the floor, all kind of dangled across each other. And then it looked like little droppings of shit, literally. You know, like joke poos that you get from the joke shop when you're a kid. Literally, look about twenty of them on the floor. And I overheard these two guys just chatting about it, just thinking, Jesus Christ, they were they were they were on a date. They were clearly on a date. They dressed up very smart, and they've. It's kind of first day vibe, kind of awkwardness. But they were just, I was like, lads, just fucking stop it. Shut up. Um, but it was just, but bless it. It was whatever. But, um, and there was these other, like, two quirky people going around thinking, oh, my God, yeah. But there are some cool stuff in there. There was, like, this massive projector thing of, like, literally telly stacked upon each other in, like, a pyramid or, like, a really weird dome thing. So that was quite cool. There's like TVs and radios all in one pile. And it's, it's a nightmare if, you're, if you've if you got a tendency to have epileptic fits because you would have no doubt had one in that room. So thank God. Um, but anyway, that was cool. And just, yeah, it was quite a nice little sort of stroll around the museum. I'd not been in there in years. And they were there were these, uh, on the contrary to the kind of guys who were trying to Find, that, I think they were just trying to find the meaning behind the art and trying to impress one another. Um, but there was, I don't think they were deliberately pretentious. But there was this group of teenage boys, um, I like to call them the hairies because they're all hairy and fat, and they were kind of basically me, but they were walking around. And you know, when you think, when you know, when you're a teenager and especially you think teenage boys you're just particularly quite loud and you think you are whatever you're saying you think you're the you're the cleverest funniest person on the planet i probably haven't sh- shaken out of that um, uh, mood or tendency but you know the you know the ones they're very loud and obnoxious but they were quite geeky kids as well they were just everything they did like they'd walk up to the window go oh my god it's so high and the, all that stuff and then they'd walk around they'd run around the place but they're just quite awkward people um, we're in the gift shop and there was like because there's an exhibition I, I forgot the exhibition there's the only one we couldn't really get into because it's sold out until like September but it's like Japanese sort of um, LED stuff I've probably but I've definitely butchered that I don't know but anyway if anyone can correct me please please help but they were walking around and there was like obviously theme, these um, uh, gallery themed um, or exhibition themed gifts it was like a pillow in the shape of a pumpkin, but with the pattern of what the thing is. So it was obviously a piece of the in the exhibition, and it was like 35 quid. And you normally just, you look at that and go, no, oh, bloody hell, it's a, bit, it's a bit much, isn't it? You're paying £35 for a pillow. Um, and you could just hear them, it was like, £35, bloody hell, you think I'm going to play my heart? Like, what do you mean, your hard-earned money? What the f- Your hard-earned money? You're still at school, but-, but Regardless. And there was like I remember seeing a chess chessboard, like a fancy chessboard, um, with sort of really abstract pieces. I was thinking if they see this, it was six hundred and fifty quid, six hundred and fifty quid for a chessboard. And I know they're they're just saying what everyone is thinking, but shut the fuck up. There's like these people going around going, please be quiet, that's in the bloody gift shop. But yeah, I, I thought like I guess they're just, you know, they're saying what everyone else is everyone else is thinking. But they're idiots. Anyway, um, so that was Thursday, no, yes it was Thursday, and Thursday night, just chilled, just chilled, and Friday, had a barbecue, saw my good friend Rosa, who I hadn't seen in a fucking years, she came over with her boyfriend Ed, um, it was great, had a great barbecue, had a few drinks, got a bit boozy, it was all basically a full day sesh on, on the balcony, not a big deal, and and then just sort of slept that off, and then the next morning on the Friday, no the fucking hell, because the Friday felt like Saturday, and then the Saturday felt like Sunday, and then went to my Hoopla, which like like I said was spectacular. That was just a great, great day. Um, I kind of wish I went to both days, so it was f- it was fabulous. It was so it was so good. Um, but the piece to resistance of the day was Sugar Babes, of course, seeing Sugar Babes. And it was the original three, which I'd like to t- like, which really pissed me off actually, because it's Keisha, Mucha, and Siobhan. Siobhan left after one song and after a cup of coffee, So, and then Heidi came in. The people I was with, th- they did not utter Heidi's name. If you're a Sugar Babes fan, which I am not that big of a Sugar Babes fan, but after this weekend, I fucking am. Songs like Freak Like Me. You wouldn't have fucking... Heidi. Heidi... Put some fucking respect... On Heidi's name... That's what I'm trying to say... Siobhan's come back... For the bag... They've all come back for the bag... But at least Keisha... Was there... From day one... Oh... I do believe... That she did leave... At one stage... And it was just like... A different band... It was like Heidi... And then... The other... Like the other two girls... I don't even know who they were... But... Keisha... Mucha... And Siobhan... Obviously the original three... But the power free is Mucha, Keisha, or Keisha Mucha, and fucking Heidi. Put some fucking respect on Heidi's name. Put some... Um, but they were great. They were fantastic. They were, they were so good. Um, and then, yeah, there was just... Because um, they're they playing at Glastonbury in a couple of weeks as well. And I, I wish I was going to Glastonbury. I've not had... I'm going to have massive FOMO when everyone I know is going to Glastonbury. Like, my housemate's going to Glastonbury. My girlfriend's going to Glastonbury. All of her friends are going to Glastonbury. Half of my fucking colleagues are going to Glastonbury. I found out one of my good friends is going to Glastonbury as well. I d- and, like, you just hear people in conversation, oh, yeah, I want to go to Glastonbury. It's like, I, fuck's sake. All I'm doing this. Oh, oh, the only bit of camping I'm doing this year is I'm camping a night in Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Which I'm looking forward to, bear in mind. But... Fuck's sake. But um yeah, Glastonbury is definitely a next year. I definitely need to go next year because I have it's just, just like so many other so, like so many other things in my life, it's eluded me. It's eluded me to no end. So hopefully next year no, not hopefully, it's fucking happening. I'm going to Glastonbury. So I'm just it's gonna be I'm gonna have a serious FOMO when it eventually happens. But the good thing about Glastonbury is Um obviously the coverage is so brilliant, but I've not seen well no one's seen the coverage the last couple of years is it because it's not been on has it it's kind of but what well, I will say this because I hope everyone has a good time at Glastonbury except this fucking pompous prick I met the other week who um, I was having dinner at my girlfriend's and he was seeing my girlfriend's housemate and they're no longer together so I can kind of say this but he was he'd been to Glastonbury so many times and uh, I said oh yeah my housemate and like because she knows him I was say, Henry oh, you, you might bump into Henry to my girlfriend my you know, he can look after you at Glastonbury, and then they were just having a bit of a laughing joke, because obviously, I know, it's a big place, and he just went, this is not, he was like, oh, it's so funny, the non-Glastonbury girls, and I was like, hang on a minute, you smug cunt, like, fuck off, it's, it's so funny, the non-Glastonbury girls, thinks it's so- <laughs> fuck off, hope you fucking sink in the mud, but, um, that's a joke, I hope he doesn't, because, yeah, anyway, but yeah, great weekend. Great platy dupes. Really, really great. And then the fun continued on Monday night with Love Island. Just a kicking off episode. This the start of summer. The World Cup should be on. It should be coming this Friday, but it's in fucking Qatar, isn't it? So got a bit, it's that's gonna be weird. You know, instead of beer flying around the place, mould wine, I'm prob- I'm definitely not the first person to say that joke. And won't be the last. But Back to Love Island. Uh, Not much to take away from the first episode. I've not seen the second episode yet. I'm going to catch up with it in the morning before work. And then... But yeah, not much to take away. Sort of classic awkwardness. It was a bit like when they did the... Because I love the intros. I love the intro VTs because they're always quite cringe. And I do wonder all the time, like... Is this what they actually are saying or what they're thinking or... There's definitely points because you know when you look at certain VTs of like Love Island contestants and you think like you fucking bell end, but then like later down later that later down the line, you realise obviously they're not like that. They've obviously been told to say that, and it's clear it's just clear as bloody day. Um, but there wasn't that many cringy things about it. It's just um, the standards what you'd expect really from people going on Love Island, and fair play to them, it's, you know it's just some. Summer of a lifetime, summer of love. Um, Page seems really sound. She's got good vibes. Good vibes. Um, Adami, the Irish guy, seems cool. Um, Luca, there's a girl at work I know who knows him. Kind of like her tattoo artist did. Was his girlfriend did all his tattoos? Claim to fame and uh, Gemma Owen, of course. Michael Owen's Michael Owen's daughter. Um, she, her attitude stinks so far. She reeks of someone of, who has lived a life of privilege and just doesn't know how to talk to kind of, you know, normal people, normal everyday people. Because um, it's mad. Like, she has been a... Because what, what is it with as well? With ma- minor celebrities, minor celebrity daughters going on Love Island. Danny Dias, Phil, was the first, the, the first to start this trend. And it was Tam Hassan's daughter... Last year, it must have been someone. It must have been. Oh, fuck. But then, oh, they skipped the year. But, like, no, Jem Owen. I mean, he's obviously the biggest celebrity out of all of them, you could argue. Because it's, you know, Michael Owen. Footballing. Proper legend, to be honest. Michael Owen doesn't get the fucking credit he deserves. He's a bit of an absolute donkey in the commentary box. But, a fucking legend on the pitch lad. But, yeah, she is a fucking... I'm gonna yeah I'm not gonna you know criticize her too much it's one episode you know she's you know, she's fine feet and plus she's 19 19 years old and you're on a reality TV show like that is and not only just a reality TV, you're on the biggest reality TV show in the country and probably the world but like because ever like but yeah first first impressions she's not she's not doing well um there's a lad called liam in there as well I'm going to obviously be rooting for him because you know we got to stick together uh, he seems like a lovely lad a bit kind of a they all just seem like um, like a deer in headlights it's quite this is quite the funny thing of the first few episodes of Love Island or like, especially the first one like all wow. the contestants are kind of like oh my god like this is mad and you would you you could not stop thinking that as well when you're there because you know and it's, and of course everyone has seen it by the way like, everyone's seen it well not everyone but everyone knows about it Everyone knows the celebrities from it, like Molly May, all those like classic ones, like obviously Tommy Fury. Oh, Tommy Fury must have been yeah. the other one with the um, with the fucking celebrity thing. But the celebrity connection, sorry. But everybody knows the blueprint on how to do well there. Like even if you're a bit of a reject, you can still get like sp- sponsorship deals of like you know and like club appearances. So. So everybody knows the sort of blueprint on how to be successful there. You just have to have a bit of a personality and, or, I don't know. Mo- Molly Mae didn't really have that much of a personality. She's just, she's just very marketable, isn't she? Um, and I suppose there's just, you know, everyone's got the same 24 hours in a day. So, <laughs> but, yeah, you can see, you can definitely tell. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit, my shorts have two holes in them. My favourite shorts, guys, fuck. It's a good thing you can't see them. Um But, yeah, it's always... Because you would just not stop thinking that. You're thinking, like, fuck, I'm on Love Island. But then after a while, you obviously get UC settings, and you hear this from all, like, contestants on, like, Big Brother back in the day, where they forget their surroundings and they forget there's cameras on them, which it would naturally just happen. But, yeah, no, it's... It, it, I, I like Love Island. I'm one of them people. I don't bash it. Um, because... It's fucking good telly. It's good it's, everyone watches it. Every even if even if you moan about it, you do you'll still watch it behind closed doors. Um I well, suppose you're not gonna fucking watch it in the wide out open, But um you know what I mean. You're still gonna watch it behind people's back and just think and then slag it off like meh. But um the absolute scout. this is this the Twitter as well, I've I've had a bit of a resurgence of Twitter recently, like actually liking it again. But this is like I already saw a Twitter account saying we hate Gemma. And it's like, what the fuck? It's been one day, for God's sake. And it's not by me. But, yeah, Love Island. Anyway, news on Love Island in regards to the podcast. You know, we did a top five podcast thing last year. Um, Previous guest, Gabby Kenny and I, are going to be doing um, weekly episodes. We're going to be aiming to do weekly episodes um, of kind of catch-ups on Love Island Bit of Goss, bit of this, bit of that, and just kind of chat all things Love Island. A separate episode to this podcast, so look out for those ones. We're going to be recording one soon. Um, kind of just going, we're going to watch a few episodes and then sort of just recap of the first week and then get to kind of grips and see who's who the heroes, who the villains, who's leaving, who's not. Um, I have a bad feeling that my man Liam's going to leave early because he just. It doesn't seem to have much personality, um, uh, which is unfortunate. So, I'm pulling for him though, I'm pulling for him. Um, but yeah, no, Love Island's kicked off, it's the start of summer. It's the Speaking of summer, the weather's a bit fucking doolally, isn't it? It's quite, it's quite tropical. Um, but yeah, hopefully, as it, long as it's good on the weekends, which it has been the last few weeks, I'm okay with that, because I'm stuck inside all day anyway. Um, during the week, I'm in the office, so it's not too bad. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not you know on site or doing anything like that. So, which, yeah, blessed, blessed to be inside. Not to say anything bad against people who work outside, but envious them a lot of the time as well. If it's really nice weather, but anyway, I'll uh, take the shovel and stop doing myself a deeper hole or bigger hole. Oh, fart cue there, anyway. Uh, that about concludes this week's podcast I hope you guys um, uh, had it like again I hope you guys had a great platinum jubilee weekend that's the last bank holiday now until August which was which is I always which I always um uh, put that with or what's the word I always sort of associate that with associate nice one Liam with reading and Leeds fest because that's always on that weekend. Even though I've never been to Reading and Leeds Fest It was just like because of bank holiday, and I'm, that's one festival I'm glad I never went to. I may have mentioned this before, and I'm going to you now, but yeah, I'm, that's one festival I'm glad I never went to because it just looked like just too much fucking, just a hassle, just like just violence on every corner, and I'm not about that anyway. I hope you have yeah. I hope everyone made the most of it. it. Certainly seemed like everyone did. Like I said, everyone's uh, loads of people were at Nebworth as well, which looked banging. Um, I was a little bit jealous of that, but, because, yeah, my colleague today, well, my housemate went on the Saturday, my colleague was there on the Friday, and my colleague said like, about Kasabian, and he just, he like, literally just played the 45 minutes of bangers, but I didn't know that Tom was out of Kasabian now, but it makes sense because of that whole scandal that happened with him, so, yeah, is what it is, just people getting cancelled, and, Looks like the band's doing all right and so because it looked a bit weird as surge the front man i've seen like little clips of it but seems to work everyone's uh rave reviews so uh but anyway hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week i'll shut up now um enjoy your weekend uh stay safe um enjoy the weather and uh yeah love and champagne cheers guys